the Arizona Cardinals have a new wide receiver. Yesterday, instead of drafting a number 23 overall, what does it mean for the future of the Cardinals? What should we look forward to for rounds two and three tonight? Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals on this live Friday edition. Here we go. You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. If this is your first time checking us out, if it's your hundredth, thank you very much to everybody who makes Locked On Cardinals a part of their lives. Um, I kind of went a little nuts on Twitter last night. Um, And I'd like to acknowledge that. I'd like to explain why, you know, I was vehemently pushing back on the trade when it came out for Hollywood Brown. For those that didn't see last night, the Cardinals traded the 23 overall pick for Marquise Hollywood Brown and the 100th pick to the Ravens. Hollywood Brown was Kyler Murray's favorite wide receiver in college at Oklahoma. Kyler Murray and and Hollywood Brown are best friends. And Kyler Murray, uh, according to reports, were was kept out of the was kept out of these trade negotiations. And he found out pretty much right when we all did that his favorite college wide receiver was going to become an Arizona Cardinal. I pushed back on it, not because the trade was a bad move. That's not why I pushed back on it. I pushed back on the Cardinals trading for Hollywood Brown by giving up the 23rd overall pick because I thought that there were several, and I still do think there are several positions of need that are more important than the wide receiver position. You could say, sure, well, the wide receiver position, look what happened when DeAndre Hopkins went out last year. Absolutely. Understood. If you predicated every move on somebody potentially getting injured, I mean, you'd be, you'd be unable to build out a roster because you'd be so nervous and you'd have enough depth at every position. Um, the Cardinals need help in interior of the defensive line. They need help at pass rush. They need help at corner. And not just help, help. And drafting a wide receiver, or trading for a wide receiver, although it appeases Kyler Murray, which is really what Steve Kime needs to do at this point because they haven't extended him yet, I understand it from that sense. What I don't understand is why you had to give up a 23 overall pick to get him. I feel like you could have gotten him for a two and a player. You had to give him the 23rd overall pick. You did get a third-round pick, so they have two tonight, but they have a second and then two two threes tonight. But I feel like it was the wrong move just because there were more important holes that needed to be filled. It wasn't a bad move. I think it was the wrong move for what they gave up for him. That's, That's the distinction. And I got eviscerated on Twitter last night, and rightfully so. You know, I bring it upon myself, but... It's not me being negative just to be negative. It's me being question. It's me questioning the move because Hollywood Brown's not going to protect Kyler Murray. Hollywood Brown's not going to defend opposing wide receivers. Hollywood Brown is not going to stop the run. And those are the biggest needs the Cardinals have right now, in my humblest 
of opinions. Is it going to be fun? Sure. Is he 106 feet? Absolutely. So the correlative between 1,000 yards receiving and five or six touchdowns that he had last year in, in Baltimore, you could take that one of two ways. One, well, it's Lamar Jackson. We're getting Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray you know, can, has better thrower of the football than Lamar Jackson. They've got the history. Over 1,300 yards receiving and uh, 10 touchdowns in 2018 when they were in college together. Great. That's five years ago, four years ago. Okay. And it's in college. And the other way you can look at it is, well, he had a thousand receiving yards. Yeah, it's Lamar Jackson, but his target share was monstrous. Hollywood Brown. Who the hell else is he going to throw the ball to besides Mark Andrews? You know? So is it going to be fun? Of course. Is it going to be exciting to watch? 100%. And also, now the Cardinals have multiple holes to fill. They have three picks today, a second rounder and two thirds. But you could have filled that hole with somebody who's going to be on a rookie scale contract for five years potentially. Instead, you you trade for Hollywood Brown. They picked up his fifth year option. So he's getting paid $2 million this year. He's going to get paid much more than that in the fifth year. But from everything that we've seen up until this point, what makes you think that if Hollywood Brown balls out this year, that he's not going to just say, you know what? I want an extension now. And we know how well the Cardinals do with that. I'm not, it's, it's going to be a nice problem to have if he has, you know, 1,300 or 1,400 receiving yards this year and 10 touchdowns. It's going to be a nice problem to have, but you're going to have to pay a guy after this year. Let's be honest. He's not going to play on the fifth-year option. Look at what's happened with everybody. All of the top receivers. A.J. Brown got traded last night. Like, are you kidding me? We're in a different world of player empowerment and player movement. So I saw it as, well, you could draft Keir Elam at 23, which is where he went, and you get potentially a CB1 in control on a rookie-scale contract for four or five years. Now, if you trade for Hollywood Brown, which is what they did, you have potentially just one year on a rookie-scale contract, if he has a big year this year, they're going to have to pay him next year anyways. So it takes away the luxury of drafting a star player at 23 overall. Now, on the other side, once again, there's many different sides to this. Like, you, would you take a proven entity over a draft player? I've said that a lot. Sure, I wouldn't take Hollywood Brown for a first-round pick. Just from what's been seen so far, I wouldn't do it. I'm happy to eat my words. I would love to eat my words. And I hope that this is like, oh, he was in Baltimore. Lamar, it was a run first offense. And Hollywood Brown wasn't, his potential wasn't maximized. I hope he's the next Antonio Brown, who's his uncle, I believe. Or cousin, I, I can't remember. I hope he's a next ver, another version of Steve Smith. I hope that's the case. There's been few and far between. The one thing we do know is on this roster right now, You've got a perfect mix of big and slow and small and fast. A.J. Green, DeAndre Hopkins, Rondell Moore, uh, Hollywood Brown. If Cliff Kingsbury has more weapons now than 80% of the rest of the NFL on offense, 
Let's see what he can do with it. Alex Nancy locked on Cardinals. Thanks to everybody who's watching now, who's followed throughout the draft, who's ripping me on Twitter. <laughs> I haven't I haven't lost more Twitter followers in one day than I did last night. I would have taken an I, I would have taken an offensive lineman. I would have taken a corner. I know it's a fun story. I know the Cardinals offense got better, but there's so many more holes that need to be filled for the Cardinals to win. They can put up 28 points. If they give up 30, they're gonna they're not gonna have a winning record next year. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you to everybody who makes Lockdown Cardinals your first listen every day. Coming up next, I'm going to dive deeper into this. What does this mean now? What should the game plan be for the Cardinals? And I'll take some questions in the third segment because I'm doing this live. I, I really don't do these live very often. I'm doing it now because it's going to be a weird couple of days. It's going to be a weird-ass couple of days. Um, I'm going to dive more into this next Lockdown Cardinals first, Shady, Shady Rays. Okay. It's an independent sunglass company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of the price. It means polarized lenses, well-constructed, durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also, something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Ray's insane protection program. Um, it includes loss and broken protection of every on every pair. Uh, they'll send you a brand new pair if you lose it no matter what happened. So give them a try, and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to fight hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays exclusively for our listeners, though. Head to ShadyRays.com and use code LOCKEDON to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's code LOCKEDON for their best deal of the season. 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses, backed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews. I'm exhausted. Ha! Second segment, Locked on Cardinals. I mean, yesterday was a – it was a whirlwind. Like, I got – I got and this is fine. I mean, things get lost in translation all the time, and Twitter is a joke anyways. You know, it's just it's, – it's, it's a free-for-all. Elon Musk maybe can, can save us. Okay. Let me put into succinct verbiage about what I think about the trade last night, okay? Do I think Hollywood Brown is will be – do I think he'll be a very important asset to this organization? Absolutely. Do I think he's going to elevate Kyler Murray's ability to throw the ball down the field, to put more points on the board, to move the chains and win games? Sure, in theory, absolutely. They've got the history. They've got the rapport. He had that with Christian Kirk also, we thought. Not to this degree. Do I think the Cardinals should have drafted somebody at 23 overall and not given up 23 for Hollywood Brown? Yes. Both can be true. The Cardinals' interior offensive line is terrible. It's terrible. Rodney Hudson covers it. He covers up half of the gaps on either side of him because he's an all-pro. But the interior of the offensive line is terrible. And you know what opposing defenders are going to do? They're going to take their Aaron Donalds and put them inside. They don't have to, they don't have to go up against DJ Humphreys and Kelvin Beecham. I mean, Justin Pugh and Josh Jones, whoever it's going to be in the interior of the right, right side, Will Hernandez. I don't see it right now. I would have drafted an offensive lineman at 23. I would have. Even though. My my prince, I'll quote Social Commendous, formerly of Locked On Rams. He calls everybody his prince. Um, Zion Johnson was gone. So at least at least that's a win that the Cardinals traded for Hollywood Brown and Zion Johnson was taken already. So, you know, that would have been 
uh, cataclysmic for me if the Cardinals could have drafted Zion Johnson, but they but they traded for Hollywood Brown. The Cardinals' corners are lacking in talent. I mean, the, there is no pass rush right now unless they want to move Isaiah Simmons outside and make him a pass rusher and have him go the have him go the um, the the Hassan Reddick route and move him out early before it's too late. Cool. Like, if that's the case, if it comes out in camp that that's what they're going to do, sure. I understand not addressing the edge rusher position uh, during free agency or through the draft in the first round up until this point. I, I would completely understand that. There are glaring holes on this roster. And, you know, I got a lot of responses like, hey, they have three picks tonight. Cool. You know that the best players are usually taken to the top of the draft and that it's incrementally goes lower and lower because that's where we are now. Second round, I'm going to talk in just a minute about who I think if the Cardinals can draft this player in the second round, I will be the antithesis on Twitter of what I was last night. Uh, there's a couple players um, that, that the Cardinals can bolster this roster with. I don't know if Steve Kime's done. Uh, the draft was completely inebriated pretty much right away. It was like, there were so many trades, so many things happened. That means that it's just going to get weirder. It's just going to get weirder. So the Cardinals now have capital. And now you can look into 2023. If the Cardinals want to get weird and they want to trade up towards the top of the second round, you can give away pick 100 to move up. You're able to do that. And that is no harm, no foul. Same Z's, same amount of picks as you had going into the draft before trading for Hollywood Brown and picking up that late third. David Ajabo is the guy. Now, he popped his Achilles. That sounds I hate when people say he popped his Achilles. That's usually the sound that it makes when Achilles tears. Towards Achilles, okay, he's probably going to be out for a large chunk of this year. Cam Akers came back same year, okay? If they can move up and draft David Ajabo, who is a perennial, like, he could be a perennial pro bowler coming out of Michigan. He is a first-round top 15 talent when healthy. I'm surprised he's still on the board for a team later in the first round who could stash away a guy. He would immediately make an impact on this roster, and he could be a standout Cardinal for the next 10 years. So if David Ajabo is there at 45, 40, 45, and you can move up 15 picks and give up pick 100 plus 55 to move up and draft David Ajabo. Sign me up. Sign me up. It's intent. It's like, you know what? Sure. You could draft three players and fill a hole on three different positions. Or you can go up and get a perennially um, just transcendent talent with a pick that you just acquired from training for Hollywood Brown. Now, if they were to do that, if Steve Kime were to use 100 or even their earlier third-round pick, and package it with 55 and move up and get somebody, I will completely reverse course on the Hollywood Braun trade because that means they acknowledged a need, they acknowledged a target of the player that they wanted, and they went up and got him. And that is a lot better to me than sitting with your hands under your keister like, I hope the player we want falls. Them saying that to themselves. David Ajabo for me is the guy. 
And I know that there are uh, some, some corners that are still available. I feel like, and we talked about this last year a lot as, you know, when they signed JJ Watt and, you know, Marcus Golden was around and Chandler Jones was still around, obviously that a good pass rush makes a lesser than cornerback room palatable because they don't have to cover for as long. So I'm definitely building from the trenches out instead of drafting a corner because even the best corners can only cover for five or you know three, four, five seconds. So like, if they if they were to do that, I would be over the absolute damn moon. There's a couple other positions that need a, that, that that need some bolstering. I'll talk about both of those next. Locked on Cardinals. We wrap up this Friday edition live on YouTube and Twitter. Uh, Bill Bar. So um, there's there's only a couple things you need to know really about Bill Bar. Okay. First of all, they're the best tasting protein bar out there. There were blind taste tests with candy bars and Bill Bars, and Bill Bars would win for flavor. Um, there's like 30 grams of sugar in in candy bars. There's four grams of sugar in built bars, 17 grams of protein in built bars. Is, is there protein? Is there, is there such thing as negative protein in candy bars, high fiber, low calorie, high protein. They're all covered in chocolate. I mean, like these things are no joke. We get sent them. I buy them. We get sent like new flavors. I cherish those times. <laughs> I do. They don't taste like, you know, you're eating bark off a tree or the side of a wall or a chalkboard. These things are flipping incredible. Go to build.com. Okay. The, uh, let me just rattle off some of these flavors. Banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate. Orange is my favorite. It is. It's seasonal. It's my favorite. They've got these, these things called puffs that are um, protein infused marshmallow. Again, covered in chocolate, 17 grams of protein. Go to build.com. Use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at build.com. Okay, remember, we did it yesterday. We're doing it today live. We are live on the Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Okay, it was absolute insanity. Our boys are down at our hub in Dallas. Pick-by-pick analysis. I was I was not on the broadcast last night because the Cardinals didn't have a pick. I'm assuming I will be after the Cardinals pick at 55 or if they move up. You can tune into the remainder of the draft the next two days. Starting, I think, half an hour before the draft starts today, Locked on NFL, the Locked on NFL channel on YouTube and on the Odyssey app. There's a couple positions that the Cardinals need to address. And they can do it in the second round. I said last segment, David Ajabo is the guy. Follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. Thanks to make every everybody for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Um, if this is your first time listening, welcome. Uh, if this is your second time listening, welcome. If you listen three or four times a week, welcome. Thank you. I wouldn't be able to do this without you, and that's just the truth of the matter. David Ajabo is the apple of my eye at this point. If the Cardinals can package 55 and one of their, one of their third round picks to move up, I know that he's got the Achilles injury. I know that he's not going to be ready for the beginning of this season. I also know that when healthy, he could be an absolute mauler. And you know what the Cardinals need? Absolute maulers. The Cardinals need a Buda Baker in, in a pass rusher body. 
and David Ajabo would be that guy. And I feel like checking boxes at this point is imperative as we get closer and closer to camp because I'll tell you what, it's 29th of April now. It's going to be June 1st before you know it. And the Cardinals still have several holes that need to be filled. And I think David Ajabo would be a home run and you're going to have to use extra draft capital. You may even have to give up a second round pick next year, depending on how high you want to jump. If it's for a guy like that, I would do it in a heartbeat. You do it in a heartbeat. Now, if it's not David Ajabo and they don't move up, there's a couple names. Like if Brees Hall is there at 55, Steve Kime is obviously looking offense. And I did my last mock draft I did was for, was in Steve Kime's mind. And I guess you could say at this point I've hit a home run because I had them taking Jahan Dotson at 23. So I had them taking a wide receiver because Steve Kime is Mr. Overcorrection. Wilkes to Kingsbury, defense, defense, 20 and 21, offense in 2022, wide receiver for Kyler Murray. If he wants to go full overcorrection, Brees Hall would fit that mold. I don't think Brees Hall is going to fall to 55. I think he's going to be one of the first four or five picks taken. And there's going to, you know, Kenneth Walker is going to be there, another great third down back from Michigan State. But what I would do if David Ajabo is gone, Nick Benito is, is, is a name that's around there. Drake Jackson has been jumping up potential, you know, uh, draft boards. There, there were rumblings that he was going to potentially go in the first round. Like, if David Ajabo is gone and Brees Hall is there, I would not be shocked if Steve Kime takes him. I still think it needs to be a corner or an edge rusher. But at this point, interior offensive line, interior defensive line, pass rusher, corner, that's four. That's four major positions that need to be filled. Majorly impactful positions that may not be the sexiest to fill needs to be filled. Because remember, say it with me, if the Cardinals can't protect Kyler Murray, none of this is going to work. It doesn't matter how fast Hollywood Brown is if Kyler Murray's running for his life. It doesn't matter. And that's what needs to be remembered. The Cardinals need to draft an offensive lineman at some point in the second or third round. You can make a case, offensive lineman at 55. You can make a case, cornerback. You can make a case, edge rusher. You can make a case, interior defensive lineman. You could make a case drafting a corner in the second and third round. Like, you could make a case for anything that's not wide receiver. You can make a case for. So if they go O-line, corner, pass rusher, cool. If they go pass rusher, corner, corner, cool. Like, this defense needs to get better now. The offensive line needs to get better now. Like, I, I don't... Ben, I'll get to you in a second. That's a really good question. This team needs to trust Steve Kime to draft impact makers. He needs to go three for three. Or two for two if they were in a package, one of the third rounders in the second round and move up. He needs to go home run, home run. There's no safety net at this point or very little safety net with the names in free agency that are still available. This is where we sit. This is the dinner table we're sitting at right now because they didn't do, you know, they didn't do 
their due diligence earlier on in the draft when it was too early. And it's fine. Steve Kime just has to execute. He still hasn't made a draft pick. So right now, let me, before, before I get to these questions here, right now, a home run for me is three. So say they draft the next three, you know, say they use all their draft picks and don't trade up. It's got to be a combination of corner, offensive lineman, edge rusher, interior defensive lineman. It's got to be three of those four. It's got to be. And I would say if I'm going to remove one, like the, the pecking order is dumb. Like ranking ranking the importance of the of the positions, it's it like it's razor thin. So it's not really even worth going four through one. But if you're going to remove one, it's corner. Pass rusher, interior defensive line, guard. Pass rusher, interior defensive line, guard. Get the quarterback, stop the run, protect Kyler Murray. Get the quarterback, stop the run, protect Kyler Murray. That That's what Steve Kime should be doing, the Wolf of Wall Street thing with Matthew McConaughey, like a maniac. That's what he should be saying to himself from now until the end of the draft. And that brings me, Ben, very good question, Ben Whitley. What would the Cardinals have to do, in your mind, to earn an A grade in this draft? Two things, two options, two Robert Frost, you know, whatever. The road not traveled. That doesn't work. Um, there are two things that could happen that I could pivot back my thoughts on the Hollywood Brown trade from last night. Option one, package 55 and one of the third round picks to move up and draft David Ajabo if possible. That would be it. Like that and Hollywood Brown sold. Because I think Hollywood Brown's a second round talent. So at least right now, a second and third, a second and fourth. So, and David Ajabo would be a first round pick if he wasn't injured. So if you get David Ajabo in the second, Hollywood Brown in the first, samesies. So I'm doing, so that would be home run number one. If they can draft David Ajabo at 55 or have to move up to, to get him, that's a home run, number one. Number two, if they can draft a combination, you know, of these four positions in these three picks that they have this afternoon, corner, interior defensive lineman, offensive lineman, pass rusher. If they draft one of each of those positions, obviously leaving out one of them, that's a win. That would be an A. And obviously this is all based on speculation and, you know, uh, and, and, and performance analysis translated from college to the NFL. So we don't know if these any of these players are going to be good. Like, we, we just don't know. There's no such thing as a sure thing. There, there isn't. Say it with me now. Get the quarterback, stop the run, protect Kyler Murray. That's it. I'm going to leave you with that. Follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Be sure to check out Locked On NFL, the YouTube channel today. I will be going on when right after the Cardinals pick. Uh, you'd assume that they're going to pick unless they just continue to trade for players. Uh, check it out all night. All night long. 
on the Locked On NFL channel. Thank you, thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Truly, I cherish this time every day. It's the best part of my day. So thank you for being along the journey with me. I'll talk to you on Monday.